Well, as you all know, life happens. People get busy. Things don't go the way you planned it. And that's what happened last weekend. Ben and I got caught up in the tide pool of life. And we did not get to edit and publish last week's NBA podcast. And so the pod you're about to hear is filled with outdated takes and probably seems like a lifetime ago, especially with how eventful the weekend was with the amazing Game 7s we saw and the amazing Game 6 that we got to experience. But despite all that, we hope that you can still enjoy it and make fun of our terribly outdated takes. Thanks for joining our Lunch Break podcast. Welcome to our lunch break podcast. This is Paul. And this is Ben. What are you eating, Ben? Uh, I am eating a Chipotle burrito bowl. With, Chipotle. Yeah, with some uh, uh, Coutinho's hot sauce, uh, which I found out about uh, through another uh, YouTube channel um, called First We Feast. You know, the hot ones uh, interviews they do with the chicken wings oh, and the hot sauces. No. And I found out about this. So okay. Coutinho's Sauce Company, hot sauce, their Chipotle sauce. It's actually really good. So if you guys want to try it. <laughs> nice. I also am enjoying Chipotle. What do you usually get at Chipotle? I usually get the burrito bowl. I get the... Look, what do you get in it? Oh, I get the um, the half... Uh, I get the half steak, half chicken. Yeah, you have to go half and half. Because, you know... It you doesn't matter what you do, but you got to go half and half. Exactly. And then if you get the, then if you get the good uh, reps in the front, then uh-huh. they'll, they'll kind of give you a little extra, more than half and half. Yeah. Because they don't really know what a half is. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You always get more than half. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You get guac? Yeah, yep. Yeah. How about yourself? I usually get a burrito. It's usually too big. I don't know why I get it every time, but <laughs> I do. Uh, I got half chicken, half barbacoa. So Oof. I pay the barbacoa price, but that chicken's too good. It is good. Go. But so I like tender. pork too much. I get queso. Do you get the queso? I, I haven't. I've got it once, and I didn't think it was that good. Yeah, it's nothing special, but... Yeah, yeah. Not that it isn't great, Chipotle. I know. Chipotle, but, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, it's not something you gotta have every time. <laughs> but uh but yeah but yes i i love chipotle i haven't gotten tired of it surprisingly. yeah i think i told someone once that i could eat it probably every day oh really yeah i don't know if i could do that but like i'm just surprised the longevity of this franchise <laughs> for something that's just kind of been around for a long time you know yeah that's true that's true so what we're, are we talking about today we're talking about the nba so we are well into the second round of the playoffs which is the Semi-finals for both conferences. Um, so far, the only people who have made it through now is uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Right? They're the only, only ones. ones. They went 4-1, and one, five games against the Boston Celtics. Yeah, yeah. Boston Celtics won five games in a row and then lost four games in a row. And that's yeah. kind of how they ended up. Um, I had Boston in seven, so yeah. I definitely underestimated Milwaukee. And I just realized Milwaukee is just the Houston Rockets, but newer and a little better. Yeah, yeah. I they think, just drive in and kick out, right? Yeah. I, I, I think they're, they're better than the Rockets because Giannis is just such a threat everywhere. Right. Giannis is better than yeah. the Rockets. <laughs> just in general. Better than the Rockets in general mm-hmm. by himself. Um, so, yeah, I think, I, think they're, I think they're just better. I think they have better players. Um, I think one thing about the Rockets, I remember uh, Daryl Morey, I think their GM, he was so, like, hellbound on uh, just beating the Warriors. Yeah. So he's positioning his team to just beat the Warriors, mm-hmm. and I think that, you know, maybe maybe that's a good thing, maybe it's not, um, but I think the Bucks they've just been just quietly putting together their pieces, and mm-hmm. man, like some of the pieces just just panned out a lot better. Yeah. Do you think Chris Middleton's out this summer? Um, I I, I think that with the pieces, I think if they win, he could come back. I think there's a good chance he could yeah. come back. Um, if they if they don't, 
Um, I think you have to weigh his options. I think the Bucks will also have to think um, if the, if it didn't work this time, do we bring everybody back in order to move forward? Um, I don't know who else ha- they have in free agency on their team. Yeah, I mean, I think who is it? Brooke Lopez is going to be on the market. Mm. I don't know who else, but Brooke Lopez is too important of a piece. Like they're not going to find a better stretch five. You mean you mean a uh, seven foot clay? <laughs> exactly, seven foot clay Thompson. Um, yeah, they're not gonna be- find a better stretch five. I like, think so. like who else is a? I mean, other than like, like what Jokic, Embiid. <laughs> like, <laughs> Embiid's not even that good, you know. So yeah. I don't know. It's hard. So Giannis, man, just been dominant. But despite Giannis's dominance, he's had some bad games. Enough yeah. to say that um, he has not been the best. Like he's like not on anybody's radar to be the best player. At least, well, I mean, he's not on the like top three of the best players no. in the playoffs so far. Who do you think has been the best player in the playoffs? Well, I think with Giannis, the biggest thing with him is, is that the Bucks have been playing so well that you just can't help but think, oh, maybe he is the best player in the NBA right now, right now mm-hmm. in the playoffs. But I mean, you you have like a very quiet, dominant games by Kawhi Leonard throughout the playoffs. Um, KD's been really good mm-hmm. um, before he got hurt. Yeah. Um, so I think. Um, there's been a lot of a lot of people, a lot of a lot of kind of quiet players that are kind of um, playing really well. Um, I think those two are the ones that come to mind for me. Katie and Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say the same. Do you, do you have one preference over another? Well, just because Katie's on the Warriors, I would, I would say Katie. But I think I think now that Katie got hurt, he's probably they're saying it's a, a calf calf strain. Mm-hmm. So I think thank God it's not an Achilles. I know, no, that would have been crazy. I think, I think if it wasn't Achilles though, Katie would have had to resign with the Warriors for another year. He would have had, he would have to opt into the second year contract. Um, but I do think uh, Kawhi is probably going to take it now that Katie got hurt. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else worth talking about. Jokic, I mean, he's been good. He's been the guy in the Nuggets. That he's the difference maker, right? Like Gary, like I was just talking with somebody on Instagram. The the Denver Nuggets without Jokic, I mean he's what makes the team run and oh, yeah, special, definitely. right? Definitely. So without Jokic, the, the the Denver Nuggets are just the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. The Sacramento they're young, fast, you know, a pass, uh, you know, pass around a lot, movement kind of team with good wings, shooters and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if the Sacramento Kings had Jokic, they'd be in the they'd be in the uh, the, the playoffs right now, you know. Yeah, I think so. I can I can agree. Jokic has been a huge part of their team. Uh, Jamal Murray's been playing out of his mind as well. He's been playing really well. Yeah, when he's in the clutch, that, that's when I believe in Jamal Murray. <laughs> if they're close and he's bringing the ball down, I'm like, oh, this is over. Like, <laughs> like the same feeling I get about Damian Lillard is the same feeling I get with Jamal Murray, which is pretty crazy. Really? Yeah, it's just like, wow. you just know he's going to make it. Like He's made so uh-huh. many tough shots in the clutch before that. Uh-huh. Not, and he's missed some, Like granted, he, but he's young. And for being that young and to be that poised and... Yeah, um, with under under all that pressure, Jamal Murray. Yeah, but he's a punk. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's Canadian punk. Dude. <laughs> but touching on that point that he's young, I think that's something people forget. Mm-hmm. He's been oh, in the yeah, league yeah. for so long, mm-hmm. people forget how young he is. Mm-hmm. Really good, really good guy though. Gary Harris has been a bit disappointing though. Yeah, yeah. I thought he would be like, like just obviously. Clay Thompson, mm. like just a really good wing guard, and 
But yeah, I mean, he got injured, and so he's been kind of just working his way back, and he's been better. But yeah, it just no, it's just not the same. Well, I think I think they have so many wins mm-hmm. that they they just kind of go with the hot hand, and you know, I think it's hard yeah. for a guy, you know, when 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 you start getting cold, and then the team just starts turning to other people like. Will Barton mm-hmm. and Malik Bleasley, mm-hmm. like kind of. There's no really. There's no way to kind of get back into your rhythm. Yeah. So, I think it's tough in that sense. But you know, yeah. I forgot. You're the one who reminded me about like what we have just not talked about. The, the, nobody's talked about the Denver Nuggets this whole time. Is that Michael Porter Jr. has just been sitting there yeah. on the bench because yeah. he's been out with a back injury, right? Yeah. Like how scary is that going to be next year? Like they're gonna. They're probably going to the Western Conference Finals. Or, um, and whether they win or lose, it doesn't matter. It's like next year they're coming back with Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. Probably. Well, will he start? Not over Millsap. Well, maybe he plays small. Maybe he plays the three. Maybe he plays the three. And yeah. Then, and he shifts down to the four when it goes small. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. By the way, do you know Paul Millsap is like 35 years old? Yeah, he's really old. He's <laughs> old. Yeah. But man, he's making an impact. Uh-huh. It's crazy. He's been really good. Well, Paul Millsap, I think, I think he was he was a player like as a Warrior fan. I was always like. I wish he was on our team. Yeah. Because defensively, he's just he plays well. He's very athletic. He can shoot. He can spread the floor. Mm-hmm. Man, he's just he was just good. And I was like, man, I really wish he could he could sign with the Warriors. Yeah. But we got other players still. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Forget> you, man. Wait. <laughs> right. Okay, so there was a ridiculous take uh-huh. just a few days ago that garnered reaction from NBA media players, fans, like there's a certain white guy <laughs> on first take uh-huh. we all know who I'm talking about here uh-huh. who claimed that Kawhi Leonard is better under pressure in the clutch than Kobe Bean Bryant <laughs> Ben you can't see it but he's doing a perfect rendition of Jay Williams <laughs> Jay Williams uh, getting up flustered disrespectful to Kobe Bryant how could how could Max Kellerman say such a thing Ben is speechless. He can't. He's just trying to be respectful. <laughs> he can't say anything. Like, how can. Where is he? He's <laughs> crazy. Max Kellerman is the craziest guy ever. Like, like. What? What well, okay. I usually like Max Kellerman's taste. Uh-huh. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, okay. But then he lost so much credibility with that. <laughs> I feel like Max Kellerman's been around Stephen A. way too long, <laughs> and he's just at the point where he's like, I need to say something crazy so I can stand out, so they're not always talking about Stephen A. Oh, man. Yeah, he just lost so much credibility with that statement. Like, yeah. I can't say that about Kobe Bryant. I, like, Kobe? Like, like Kawhi, like, Kawhi's a great player. He is. He and plays, maybe by the end of his career, yeah. we might be able to have that like that yeah. discussion about if Kawhi was better. But yeah. like, look, it's recency bias, right? Exactly. Like, it's just it's just too soon to say something like that. Yes, Kawhi has been phenomenal in the playoffs. Like yeah. he's shooting like sixty plus per, or what did it fifty plus? No, sixty plus percent. Mm-hmm. Like from the field, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. That's what centers and power forwards <laughs> shoot, and he's a like small forward. You know, like it's ridiculous how well yeah. he's shooting. So it's, I don't know, like, I can't believe, what the heck, come on now. Mind, I, I, I do remember a time when Steph Curry was actually the highest percentage shooter from inside. From what? At, from the inside, oh. from the rim, like right at the rim. He was the, he was the highest percentage closure. I think he's unanimous MVP here. 
It must have been that year, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was pretty crazy. Just wanted to bring in <laughs> Steph Curry into this conversation. But that, that's so crazy. I think I've heard takes where people relate uh, or compare Kawhi to Michael Jordan. I can see the comparison. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's, he's got other a solid... Than the, other than the New Balances. <laughs> yeah. Other than the New Balances, which are ridiculously impossible to get a hold of, apparently, because New Balance doesn't want people to buy their shoes. Those are new ones. But... It was, like, I can see it. Kawhi plays remarkable defense. He's just super long, big hands. Um, he's crafty, can, can shoot from anywhere. So I can, I can see the comparison, but to say, like, he's, he's that good already Come is, you can't, you can't do that. Like, I think people are still trying to say who's, who's the best player, best player in the league right now, and, and, and Kawhi's in the conversation, but he's not, the, he's not even the main guy right now. You know, and I think when Kobe yeah. was here, when Kobe was in the league, everybody's like, oh, it's Kobe. There's no one else. I remember as a Warrior fan, just hating playing the Lakers because Kobe was always there. I was like, dude, we can't play it. We can't play them. Like, we can't compete. So I'm on the um, GOAT app right now looking up the Omni ones to see how much I'm getting. For, for my size, my true to size fit, 10 and a half. It's going for, buy, for new, it's going for $2,000. <laughs> no, but here's what's funny. At size 12, because that's 10 and a half. At size 12, it's $485. <laughs> size 13 is 350 Size 14 500 It is crazy. Nobody knows how much these are worth. <laughs> $2,000. Oh, my God. That's that's what you get when you just, like, oh, you just you just suck on your somebody, release. Yeah, seriously. If somebody actually buys that, that's just going to justify them and make them do that again. So nobody but the thing buys is, New Balance gets none of that money. <laughs> So get money. That's what's funnier. Why would like what, what is like? Are you trying to build hype? Like, if anything, every single like take I've seen about that release has just been terrible. Mm-hmm. No Everybody just hated it. Like, so what are they doing? Like, I'm not letting anyone get get their hands on it. Mm-hmm. Like, why why not just just wait then? Mm-hmm. Why not just wait and make a bigger release so people can can uh, try it out? But you're no. you're you're making people wait months now. Yeah. Right? crazy well let's see so today tonight um denver versus portland mm-hmm. portland is uh wait did portland win last night no denver no. leads denver no. leads three no, two no, no, no. you think uh denver's gonna seal it tonight um or you could see this going to game seven i could see it going to game seven um, i see it i, I could see happen. it <laughs> yeah. i i think the one thing is just just damian lillard just hasn't been playing well he just doesn't have the role players to I, help him out. Did I not say this? <laughs> did I not say this? Like uh, that, like as much as I should want Dame to win and like play as well as he did, like it was just like it would just be because it was Oklahoma City. It's not. I don't know even if it's Oklahoma City's fault. It's just like it just happens to Oklahoma City like every maybe, year. It's every time. One year when he was like a kid, he had a trip to Oklahoma City, and then he just had a terrible experience. And well, he, it's not just Dame, but I'm saying every year, doesn't matter who we're up against, like, we go in, like, super strong, like, talented, like, ready, and we just get, like, destroyed by, like, these teams that are, like, like we should absolutely beat, you know? It's ridiculous. Like, I, oh my gosh, it's so frustrating. <laughs> but yeah, Dame is not the Dame that we know. But it's funny, we're already seeing all these reports. I, I was, like, right before we started having this, I started, I saw a headline for a report from, I forgot who was some NBA guy, and saying that, like, what happened to, what happened to Dame? You know, since the first round, like what yeah. happened to this? He had the most, like, like the most incredible game winner, like, 
in the first round and now he's just gone like he's is he any good is he top five anymore like all yeah. that already i'm like guys come on it's been like five games since he got that other game like how can you already be doing things to put that and it's so funny like people are already putting dame in like better than russ and it's like look i mean i don't know about that but it's like if the idea is that you just if you knock somebody out in a in a round like in the playoff does that mean that, does that mean Jamal Murray is better than Dame? You know what I mean? Yeah. If this happens, it's like we know Jamal Murray is not better than Damian Lillard. Yeah. So come on, let's not let's not use recency bias and all our. Things. If that's the case, Steph Curry should be the best player. <laughs> <in the league. laughs> recency bias. <laughs> come on, <bro. laughs> how did it do last night? Steph Curry. He so crazy thing. KD, I, I, I think Steph Curry didn't take a shot in the first quarter until six minutes in. So he was deferring a lot. And I, I started watching in the second half because I was playing basketball um, at the beginning. But when I got back, I started watching. You know, Curry just seemed off. Like I think he was one for seven from three. He was like mm-hmm. seven from 17 or something from the field or something. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was just playing terribly. As soon as KD went down... As soon as he went down, Curry just went off. He stepped off. I think he had like, I think he had nine points when I came in to start watching from uh, a little bit into halftime. Mm-hmm. End of the game, he ended with twenty five, right? So he, he closed the game. Nine for twenty three. Yeah. He closed the game, going sixteen, scoring sixteen points, clutch points, and he looked a lot more decisive, and the team looked better yeah. uh, at the end. And I think um, it's really interesting. I think when KD is there. Um, They've, they've, in the beginning, I, they, they looked amazing. I think the Warriors really looked amazing in the beginning when KD first came. They've kind of diverted to this very still um, offense. It's very, just drag things on. Um, uh, just wait, just try to get KD, Steph, and Clay open. When they're the only playmakers, on, when they're the only scorers on the, on the court, then everything's going to go to them, no one else. So they've kind of reverted to this kind of offense where... Um, there's, there's, there's really nothing, nothing else like you can get from it, you know. You're, you're, you just defense is just playing three on five. You know? They just need to guard Clay, KD, and Steph, and just force them um, to work. But since KD went down, they've kind of reverted back to that space and pass and movement offense, and they looked really good. They looked really good at the end of the game. Um, so it was, it was really interesting. It was really interesting just watching that end of that game. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I, I. Um, you know, everybody says that KD is, is just a calf strain. When I first watched it, it looked a lot like an Achilles tear. Yeah, I mean, he just landed and he started walking and then he started yeah. hurting, you know? So. And then he just, he just like started limping. He like uh-huh. looked back, looked like someone kicked him. Or he thought, you know. And he's just limping. It just looked, it just looked bad. Yeah. So, um, I saw that and I was like, man, like I, I, like are, are we going to be able to close this game out? Um, but I was, man, when they just started, they just started playing scrappy. You know, closing out the game. Dre, Dre, uh, he fouled out with I think three or four minutes left uh, in the game. Oh wow, yeah, he only played thirty-nine minutes. Yeah, he he fouled out, and and they still closed them out. They still closed out the Rockets, and I was just like, man, they they looked good. They looked good. I, I really do think they can still pull this off and and beat them. I I I heard that um, Damian Jones and Demarcus Cousins could be coming back later in the playoffs. Nobody knows when exactly, um, but if they do come back, I think. Uh, if the Warriors can can close out this series, I, I really do think uh, they have a really good chance of, of making it deeper into the, uh, all the way to the finals and, and winning it still, even with KD. Possibly. No, I'm really surprised, um, but James Harden. 
Yeah. 44 minutes, 31 points, 8 assists, 10 for 16 shooting, 8 for 10 from the free throw line, 3 for 9 from the 3-point percent, three point line, um, a 0 plus minus. Austin Rivers was a negative 20. He was the lowest. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand how he played that well, which he did. He got a block. Let's see. Four steals. Like, how did James Harden play so well and they still lose that game? Well, that's happened to him all throughout the year. Well, no, but typically it's like James Harden shoots really badly and they'll lose, or shoots really badly and. But this is like this is a, like some, this is maybe the best line he's had all season or the all series, because mm-hmm. he's been he's been shooting really poorly. Like, but, but man, man, you gotta really screw that up. Well, Clint Capella only got six points. That's really interesting. It's three for ten. That doesn't help. Eric Gordon also disappeared. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. So I didn't watch the game. I, 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 when I looked in, uh, Curry was 0 for 4. KD had like 16 at that point or something like that. And it was like right before the before the half, I think, uh-huh. or something like that. So, yeah, I figured it was like... And I, I got that feeling, though, before going into the game, that Clay was going to have one of his games. Mm-hmm. Like, he was going to have a Game 6, 2016, you know, Western Conference Finals kind of game. Like, And he kind of did, right? Yeah. 11 for 20, he came back, shot 5 for 10 from the three-point line. Plus four, like, yeah. So he was bound to bound to break out. It's about, it was no, about it, time. It's weird because Harden was he's he's playing well. Stat line was amazing, but at the end of the game, he kind of disappeared. He didn't really he didn't really shoot a lot. Okay. Clutch moments. He, he got to the line, but that's about it. Um, they said um, I saw a stat. He he made one field goal in the fourth quarter around the eight eight minute mark. That's it. He no. didn't shoot at all after that. No, it was insane. So I I don't know if. if it's mental for Harden, but he's always kind of had those games where he just kind of disappears at the end, and especially in those big games. You know, I think I can list a few different moments where you just watch Harden play, and you're just like, what happened to him? Mm-hmm. You know, there was that game against um, the Spurs where Ginobili came back from behind and blocked yeah. him. Did that mm-hmm. disappeared in the finals. Watched the, the finals and when he was in Oklahoma yeah. City. When, when he played the Warriors, I think a couple years ago, he brings the ball up last, last possession. And I think that was the game he had like 13 turnovers or something. It was a closeout game. He had 13 turnovers. He, he dribbled the ball up. Katie, uh, Clay and, and Steph double teamed him. I remember that. the ball. That's right. I remember that one. And I was just like, wow. I was so surprised. But Harden's yeah. always kind of had these games like in the playoffs. You know, always the clutch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I still think Golden State's going to close it out. Yeah. I got them winning tomorrow. I had Golden State in six, I think, in the beginning. Yeah. From the beginning. He's never worried. Yeah, I think I think they'll probably see Denver in the next round, and if Demarcus Cousins can come back by then, I think that'll yeah. really help against Jokic. <clears throat> yeah, on well, Toronto Raptors, Sixers are tonight too, and their Toronto's up three-two. Yeah, you got Toronto. Yeah, I, I think Toronto's gonna close them. Did out. You, is, did you? Is that who you went with at the beginning? I guess so. Yeah, I had Toronto in six. I think again, I didn't believe. Actually, maybe I had Toronto in five. I just really don't believe in the 76ers team. <laughs> Joel Embiid is really proving that for me. <laughs> He's been really proving that to me, so. Yeah, <clears throat> it's interesting. It'll be interesting next few days. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I mean, second round um, is coming to a close. Talked about who we got. Um, but now, what's been more talked about these days, especially with uh, Boston's exit, thinking about Kyrie Irving and this summer and the free agency. Um, free agency has been just talked about a lot, and obviously there's a lot of pressure on, in Golden State, too, to thinking about KD and for Clay. Um, yeah, what what are, what are you looking at this summer in terms of free agency? What what do you have your eye on? 
I think just like everybody else is, is where's KD going? Mm-hmm. I think um, KD's kind of it, it's kind of frustrating, but at the same time, it still makes me have hope because you just kind of sit there and think KD's just not saying anything. Like he's not saying anything. He's not quieting rumors at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking like imagine the kind of tension that builds even within your team. You know, so many rumors flying around. And I'm sure the, I'm sure the locker room. You know they, they have a better understanding of what's going on, but at the same time, it's just it's just constantly talked about. And there's and and the NBA is so big right now. They're just constantly trying to bring up headlines, trying to bring up the next thing. So much clickbait. So they're just always talking about how Katie's gonna leave. Katie's gonna leave. Katie's gonna leave. So I really think that's kind of the main, the big, the big domino that's gonna that has to fall first mm-hmm. in order for the rest of the free agents to really pan out. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of players. You know, Ka- uh, Kawhi, got that's right. Kyrie, um, there's there's a lot of a lot of sneaky players that are kind of there that could really help a lot of teams. Could really help a lot of teams. And you know, there's Kawhi to the Clippers. Why do they gotta keep coming back west? You know, just stay in the east. I don't know why. <laughs> but I, I I think the I think with oh and then just Clay too. Yeah. Rumors with Clay, but I, I don't I don't see the Warriors let him letting him even take a chance outside to talk to any other teams. I I think the Warriors are just gonna be like, hey, just sign it, Max. Yeah. We're giving it to you. Um, I I think there's some sort of NBA rule where they can't talk about it right now. Yeah, they can't, probably something. Yeah, they can't outright just say, hey, we're gonna sign him to a Max. Yeah. Um, but at least Magic can talk about it on Twitter. Ma- yeah, Magic can. He's <laughs> kind of like a ex player. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. He's not an owner or GM anymore or whatever. He can just quit whenever he wants to. No, that's what's cool. <laughs> Great job. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think I mean Clay's staying. I, but I think you know with KD, it, it's weird. I think as a Warrior fan, it's it's tough. Cause I think watching the Warriors play after KD left, that would be huge too. Watching him leave. Watching KD leave and then no no watching uh, watching the Warriors play after, after KD got hurt. Oh, I think I hurt. Yeah. Last game, I you think know, that was huge. But here's the thing, with KD, like, I, I see a lot of people saying that about like the Warriors are the Warriors better without KD, and I don't, I don't know if it's a yes or no answer there. Well, one of them actually, I do think it's like no, of course not. No, they're not. You have more yeah. talent. You have, yeah. of course, you can spread the uh-huh. floor even more than you already do with just Clay and Steph. And he can score from anywhere. And he can score from anywhere. He's the most versatile scorer on the planet, maybe in history. And it's just like, of course you're not better without, you know. But if you have a preference towards how you play, then yeah, you want you want Steph and Clay to be moving around yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But like, don't blame KD for losing for no, after no. dropping forty points. Like that's, not, to playing, me, yeah. that's to me that's so silly because a lot of people say that. A lot of people say like, you know, if if KD scores too much, if he shoots the ball too much, then the Warriors lose. But it's like. Well, you guys weren't even in the position you're in to even win the game if score if KD doesn't score or drop forty on you. You know, like well, I think those hypotheticals are always always hard. I think those hypotheticals are, are there's so many different rabbit holes you can go down. Mm-hmm. And I would I would definitely say Warriors with KD is always better, mm-hmm. always better. I think you have a once in a lifetime kind of talent um, can score anywhere, seven footer can can it can move, can dribble. He's got, he's crazy, crazy talented. I I would I. Personally, I would love for him to, to stay with the Warriors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then watching them play, you kind of get those memories of, of before KD, of, of how they won their first championship, mm-hmm. of how they almost won their second championship, except for the stupid league who suspended Draymond Green, because they're terrible. Um, but 
watching that game, you just kind of think, wow, like they could still be good. They could still be good if KD leaves. They'll so, still be good. No, no, no. So, no, no. But that's the thing. It's like as as a Warrior fan, mm-hmm. uh, after seeing that, you're kind of like, if KD chooses to leave, it's like. You know, no hard feelings. You gave us two more rings. That's great. Thanks. You can go on your way. But that's what's so hilarious to me about the whole situation with KD. It's, it's, it's his own fault, right? Like, Which, by the way, I'm talking about free agency. Like, If KD takes meetings with other teams, I think that's the sign. He's like, oh, he's done. Like, If he decides to just resign with Golden State immediately, I think that's the only way you really know he's going to stay. Because, well, I mean, obviously you know. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is if he starts to take any meetings with Clippers or uh-huh. New York or wherever... I think it's just like, okay, then that means he's not going to be uh-huh. there. Because his behavior right now is exactly like it was in 2016. Hmm. That whole 2015-2016 season before he left to the Warriors, uh-huh. exact same behavior. He just didn't talk about it. Quiet. Nobody knew what was on his mind. Nobody knew what he wanted to do. And then um, and then July 4th happened. And it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, um, and I get the feeling that's what it's, it would be like. But if he, if he just like... Like doesn't even make a big fuss about it, like or whatever. Then it's it's gonna it's yeah, I think it'll be cool. Damn. But as soon as he takes a meeting, it's like okay, Golden State, you should just say goodbye, <laughs> like that kind of thing. That's how I see it anyway. But but he wanted he said he wanted a statue. Yeah, that's dumb too. If he wants a statue, he's gotta stay. He also there. said he wanted <laughs> to get his jersey in the Oklahoma City Rafters, but I mean he'll probably get that actually <laughs> at the end of his career. But yeah, I think. Uh, I think that domino. I, I, the one thing, the one thing with KD that that I wonder is if he leaves, where would he go? Like, is he gonna is he gonna try to compete or is he gonna just go to build his legacy? I think at this point he has to just build his legacy. So he'll he, go to like he'll get three rings or whatever, or maybe two or whatever the case is, and then um, and then it'll just be like yeah, he'll just start to go somewhere and where it's clearly his team, you know, mm-hmm. where he's going to say it's clearly Steph's team. Regardless of whether or not you think KD is the best player on the team or not, it's Steph's team, you know. Yeah. So, but if if KD leaves to go somewhere else, um, it'll have to be clear that he's the, the mm. guy there. You know, the, the so, where do you go with another superstar? Yeah. So that's that's what's funny is that that's why Kyrie makes so much sense because now I'm thinking that people are seeing Kyrie for what he really is. It's just a really talented number two, <laughs> like, like a super talented number yeah. two. Um, because Boston really showed that he, he has not grown into that leader that he claimed that he wanted to be or uh-huh. whatever the case. He's just clearly not a good uh-huh. leader. Like, um, for whatever reason. Um, and so I get the feeling that if Kyrie goes with KD somewhere, that could be fun to watch. That, that would be a very clear one-two one, punch. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it would be interesting. I, I'm actually more curious where Kyrie will go. Because I get yeah. the feeling he's going to find another superstar to find, go with. Like, he didn't have that in Boston. Gordon Hayward didn't turn out to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that unfortunately, whether it's because of the injury or because of the system, he just wasn't the guy that uh, I think Boston expected him to be. That he was in Utah, yeah. like, averaging 20 a game and things like that. So, um, but yeah, it'll be interesting where, to see where he goes. Would, would he go back to LeBron? To the Lakers? <laughs> Let's see if the Lakers can keep LeBron. <laughs> because right now, there's, a like, trade rumors about, I, about I, LeBron. I heard, I heard. It's crazy. I can't believe it. Like man, the Lakers have just become just this giant dumpster fire. Like, what happened? It's the craziest thing. I, I have no idea. This season, like, it's just been ridiculous. It's just 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 trail, just nosedive. I mean, it's even like at first, it's it, the first. It's easier to blame LeBron for what happened to the Lakers, just because. Well, number one, he just got injured, right? So like, but that was also timing too. He like the season he comes in. They just, they just tank. They just well, th- but that's what I'm saying. Is that well, no, because when when they started the season, they played really well. They were like fifth seed. They they were steady and stuff. He got injured. They start going downhill, and then 
and then all the trade stuff happens. So, I mean, <clears throat> so yes, timing, but not because LeBron went in there, but because, like, like his injury came, and then, and then they were losing, and then, like, trade half the team for AD, and then AD, they don't, and then AD doesn't make the pick, or, or who is it, the GM in the New Orleans, mm-hmm. and he doesn't do it, and so. Which I thought it was pretty crazy. I, I, I saw some of those rumors. <laughs> like, what? I saw some of those rumors, was like, dude, in an instant, like. Wow. Yeah, that was crazy. It was like, a full I can't team. believe nothing happened. Like, no, it was, was a full, so they literally like, hey, we'll give you a starting five. Our, our young starting five, here you go. My goodness, it was ridiculous. And then they just kind of fall apart. And yeah. like, and so all of that only goes to show me that it's easy to blame LeBron there oh, yeah. because he's in the public eye. But I want to say more, the, it falls more on the upper management, like front office, like Genie Bus and Rob Palinka, Magic. Yeah. Like they just all clearly had a terrible relationship or like communication circle, or whatever yeah. they were doing, just was so poor and they just never got anything straight and did too much or did too little. And I heard Magic wasn't really really doing his job well either. Like That's he what was I'm saying. Yeah. Such a public figure that he was going around traveling, not really doing his job, and then going around telling people, "Hey, do your job better." And he wasn't there. Yeah. So I I think it was just wrong. They just made the wrong moves, wrong decisions, and I'm kind of paying for it now and. Yeah. I think they're just trying to. At this point, they're like, do we do we salvage it and try to make it work, or do we just blow it up? Yeah, I think that's what it just looks like now. Freaking Lakers! It'll be interesting what happens to LeBron. He should opt out of his contract and then sign with the Warriors. <laughs> Somehow everything goes back to the Warriors. It's really weird. But anyways, um, how's how's uh how do you feel about your your team's off season now? Yeah, I mean, I unfortunately read a lot of. Thunder Twitter, <laughs> and some people just say such dumb stuff on there. Somebody, yeah. I mean, somebody made a uh, a suggestion like doing a trade. Uh-huh. You trade Stephen Adams uh-huh. um, for, to Phoenix yeah. for um, Alex Len. <laughs> <laughs> what? Alex Len and a couple of pieces, I think, is what it was. Oh, and. What? Um, <laughs> Yeah, that guy got roasted. <laughs> he got he got put in public and people threw crap at him like on Twitter. Like whatever that looks like, public humiliation. I was like, what? It's it, it's like people. I mean, and people are saying that because um, Stephen Adams just had a bad half of the season. Yeah. Like the first like 70 percent of the season, he was fine. But then back half, man, he just wasn't the guy. Like there were talks of him becoming like, is he a legitimate All Stars this season? Looking uh-huh. at the West, you know, like, but. Yeah, clearly. Well, the whole case, team right? was was kind of in flux after half because PG got hurt. PG was hurt, and we didn't know. Yeah, that was the other crazy thing. It came out like a few days ago that PG had a torn torn uh, rotator cuff or something, or labrum, or yeah. both his shoulders apparently. One, oh, really? Yeah, one of the one of the injuries was in uh, February. I guess that was right after uh-huh. All Star break, and then the other one was like right before playoffs, mm-hmm. um, right before the. Series against Portland, like yeah. that first game. Apparently, that was the first time he had shot a ball since the the last game of the season, oh, wow. that, or that he played the Houston Rockets game where he hit the game winner. He basically gave it all with that one <laughs> shot and then sacrificed the playoffs. Whatever it takes, yeah, whatever it takes, right? And um, yeah, so he's been he's been injured since like February, and uh, yeah, nobody knew. They thought, oh, like, oh, he can play. He didn't feel any pain apparently. Yeah. Um, but injury is injury, and he just re- and he really didn't look the same after the All Star break. Like he really didn't compared to what was before. So, mm. 
Yeah, that explained a lot. And I don't know if that's a good enough excuse to talk about the way we played in the back half of the season. But yeah. um, but it's a significant excuse. Yeah, it's yeah. a significant it's thing. Big. It's yeah. not like a thing that you just say, no, nah, you guys still sucked anyway. You would have lost even if it was healthy. It's yeah. like, no, we don't know that. <laughs> I think that. PG, he was playing at an MVP level. Like, yeah. he was dominating. Yeah. And, and his injury, like, just completely changed the outlook of, of yeah. OKC. I yeah. think that something just it just you guys just went downhill after after All Star break. Yeah. I was I think a lot of people were surprised. I think so. A too. lot of people were surprised. Yeah. And um, yeah, but looking at the off season, uh, because so we are I think we're the second highest salary. Oh. In the league, I think Golden State's the only higher one. Maybe. If I'm not mistaken. We're we're pretty high. Yeah, and uh, we're the second highest, and it's a that's an expensive first round exit, you know. And so people are thinking about like, how do we clear space? Who do we need? And obviously, yeah. the, the biggest thing is like, we need somebody. We need somebody who can shoot. Yeah. Um, and Stephen Adams has been talked about as a good trade piece, but his 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 play at the end of the year doesn't match what he's being paid in contract, and so it's hard to think yeah. that anybody would want him unless they just wanted a tough guy who can screen really uh-huh. well. Um, <clears throat> but Stephen Adams developed a three point shot, and we're okay. <laughs> so what if? What are maybe one or two moves that you want to see happen? Yeah, let me see. I would like to see Bradley Beal. Uh-huh. Bradley Beal was connected to uh, play for Billy Donovan uh-huh. in college in Florida. Uh, number one, and then number two in two thousand twelve. This was I think maybe right after, or right before the Harden trade. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what is it? Sam Presti spent like three, a few days in Florida watching Bradley Beal play. Yeah. Talking to Billy Donovan, even uh-huh. that far back. So he was been connected wow. with Thunder like way back then. And yeah, I didn't yeah. know this until recently. Um, and so, and he was watching, like thinking that he was maybe going to trade up, uh-huh. like trade Harden to get a, get a, oh, oh. yeah, so it was before. The idea uh-huh. was to get a higher um, pitch yeah. so that they could, they could um, pick Bradley Beal, Beal up. So wow. it's just, in history, Bradley Beal has been there. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Florida coach being there, like, you know, reuniting those two. That would be fun because that would obviously give us shooting an extra playmaker. Yeah. Uh, if we could, that it might mean we give up a few pieces like Adams, maybe Schroeder, but that's like for a guy that can mm-hmm. first starter. You know, yeah. first starter like that's like that. that might be. And it, it is, and we are in a situation where we have to like we gotta get we gotta go yeah, for it. Otherwise, we can't. We're not gonna blow it up. Yeah. We're not gonna trade Westbrook. Like no matter how many people try to think uh, has tossed around that idea. Mm-hmm. We're not going to trade Russ. He's much more than just basketball to a yeah, yeah. So, um, and so yeah, Bradley Beal would be an interesting, uh, interesting person. Um, I would like to see. Actually, is there anybody else? I did think about. Uh, well, would you want to? Would you want to trade anyone off? Anybody off that just their contract is just too much? Because you said second highest. Yeah, but you salary. know what's funny is like looking at our roster and there are going to be people who leave like Nerlens Noel is not going to stay with us Marcus Morris is not not Marcus Markeith Markeith Morris is not going to stay with us Bogdan um, Bogdanovich <laughs> the Bogdanovich controversy uh, yeah so I mean there's going to be a few pieces that, that aren't going to stick around um, and uh, you know what's funny like for me I kind of have the run it back mentality right now Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we need to pick up a, a backup center like like Noel or mm-hmm. or um, somebody who who's better than Noel if that's yeah. even possible, like for our team. Um, but yeah, the running back is doesn't sound bad because and here's why is because number one, second year Terrence Ferguson was really good. He mm-hmm. turned into a really good yeah, three and D player. Um, again, 
like everybody in Oklahoma City, after All-Star break, there was a drop-off. But before mm. that, he was playing so well. When everything was clicking, everything was clicking. And yeah. Trent Ferguson was shooting well. He was defending really well. Um, secondly, Andre Roberson didn't play this year. We forget that he was like mm. a depoy before that injury yeah, yeah. last season. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we were a top sure. five defense even yeah. with Carmelo Anthony playing. <laughs> That's what's so crazy. Carmelo Anthony was on the floor with PG, Russ, Andre Rose, and Steven Adams. And we were that starting five was a top five defense. Yeah. And so, um, like, just knowing that we could have two perimeter defenders that well. And Russ actually, I mean, despite what people say, Russ, Russ's defensive uh, uh, defense this year was actually better. Oh, wow. uh, he actually improved over last year. And so, yeah, so Andre Robeson, knowing that Andre Robeson could be back. Um, and hopefully, like, I mean, he had all year, obviously, all season, even though there was a setback. Um, he'll be ready by training camp, hopefully, and then ready to go. Um, yeah, and then Jeremy Grant, like, if, if we went further in the playoffs, well, actually, it's a regular season award. I, w- I was going to say, like, maybe, I mean, no, Pascal Siakam was just too good this season. I was going to say MIP. Like, oh, yeah. Jeremy Grant was, uh, was, like, huge for us. He was uh-huh. one of our consistent, one of our most consistent pieces uh-huh. all, all year. Like, he was consistently scoring, consistently um, uh, protecting the rim. Um, and obviously, he gives us so much versatility on defense and stuff. And so, yeah, so, like, I, I just, I really do have this running back mentality right now. Mm. The only, but all of that hinges on, number one, PG getting healthy. Because yeah. they're saying, like, he's not, he might be ready for training cramp. Oh, Maybe wow. not. So, he could go, we could start the season without him. Yeah, Which yeah. is scary to think about. And number two, Westbrook's gotta gotta get a three pointer, like, mm. and and his and his free throw percentage has to get better. I don't know what again. It was a random drop off. Yeah. He was an he was a career eighty something percent three point shooter. Maybe it was the twins. Twins just holding both for so long, just like affected his ability. To shoot. I don't know what happened, but but he's gotta he's gotta figure out his his free throw um, yeah. percentage and why why his free throws are not going in and. He's got to uh, shoot better from three. Like if he can't spread the floor, then yeah. it's like a big, that's a big problem. Yeah, um, yeah. And injuries affected him all season. Like he had he was off for the first four games, and then he had a, a sprained ankle against the Pelicans. And then um, apparently he also had two surgeries recently. Like uh-huh. after the offseason, found out that something he had a torn ligament in his left hand, which is his dominant hand actually. He shoots with his right, but his left he's left-handed. He right. He a lot of players actually do that. They yeah, play, it's interesting. Go left when they're right. Right, exactly. Ben Simmons does that. LeBron does that. Like it's so weird. Um, anyway, yeah, and then he had something in his knee, but that one I don't think was a serious thing. It was like an injection uh-huh. to help from his injury from Patrick Beverly from years ago. I think still <laughs> affecting him today. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but Russ has just got to get a better jump shot. That's mm. it. He's got to get his cotton shot back. Like mm-hmm. his mid ranger was just off this season as well. Like. So many different things just was so different for Russ this season for whatever reason. Hopefully not having mm. babies. Uh, <laughs> no, I love his babies, but still, he should just make babies out of the, out of the, <laughs> the cradle. Guards. Rock the baby. Rock the baby. <laughs> that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think so. PG getting healthy, Russ getting a jump shot, getting getting Andre back, and um, maybe and hopefully. Oh, man. If Bradley Beal happens, we're, we're, we're losing... Probably we have a first round pick. We have the twenty yeah. first pick in the draft right now. We're probably losing Terrence Ferguson. We're probably losing Hamadou Diallo, and probably Stephen Adams. I don't see maybe even Dream Andre because like we need to clear up a yeah. lot of cap space to, oh, yeah. to fill, get get Bradley Beal. So yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting what happens in the off season. Bradley Beal would be nice, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Happen. Yeah, yeah. Running it back would be nice though. At least I like it. Yeah, 
I think uh, Warriors is just is simple. You know, whether they win the championship or not, you got to resign Clay, um, and then just wait for KD, see what he does. And if he chooses to stay, then find the right pieces. I heard uh, Sean uh, Sean Livingston is thinking about retiring after this season. Wow, I think that's I pretty that. big. Yeah, so that's gonna be a pretty big hit. Backup point guard, uh, good defender, uh, good role player. His his mid range is automatic. Um, so it'll be interesting who they can find to fill in for him. Um, I don't think there's anybody that's quite like him that the Warriors can go after. So they'll probably have to fill that role with a few different people. Quinn Cook can can score. Um, he actually has a three-point shot, so that helps. But um, to find someone that can play defense like like him. He's, there were times when Sean Livingston was guarding LeBron you know, in the finals. So um, trying to find someone that can do that, uh, it's going to be tough. But... Um, if KD resigns and our options are more are more slim, you know there there's there were rumors that Boogie might resign, um, choose to resign for another year, um, but you just I think you just don't know. Um, it, would Boogie be willing to take another huge pay cut? Um, you know most teams would just have to compete with what six million dollars I think, six point five I think they, mm-hmm. they can pay Boogie more than that, um, and and just convince him to come that they can they can sign him so. Um, it'll be interesting uh, with those big, free, big guys, big free agents. See what happens. Um, but I think if KD chooses to leave and and we we're not able to resign to Marcus, and um, I think I think the the market will just open up for the Warriors because uh, there are a lot of good free agents out there, and they will have all of a sudden all this cap space as well. That's true. So Swaggy still sitting there out there. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. You know, just bring it back for another run. JR Smith. Another run. Get him another. Run. Houston Rockets number two two <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I think you know we want KD back. We want you know we'd love for Dan Marcus to sign with us for another year. Let's run it back again. But uh, uh, yeah, you know we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Oh. Cool. Wait, oh we, Oh, we're late for it's work. Late for work again. Gotta go. How does this happen every time? Hey. If you like the content that we are putting out, please support us by going to anchor.fm slash Our Lunch Break Podcast and click the support this podcast link to donate to this podcast. All proceeds would go directly to the podcast in order to deliver the highest quality content that we can produce. We would really appreciate your support as our listeners. So check it out at anchor.fm slash Our Lunch Break Podcast.